up, everybody? It is your boy, Tony West, and I'm here with my man, Terrell Wheeler, on the College Football Playoff National Championship um, podcast here today. Uh, before we get into anything, Terrell, how are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. How about you, man? You know I'm doing great, and you know why I'm doing great. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest with you, today is probably going to be the hardest podcast I have to do, and I'm going to tell you why. Because everybody knows this. I'm a huge Clemson fan. Grew up 10 minutes from Death Valley. I mean, it's I'm a huge, I'm a super fan. I'm not even going to sit up here and lie to you. Um, it's going to be hard for me to be objective. It's going to be a little bit harder. Let me say, it's not going to be, it's going to be harder for me to be objective about what took place on Monday night. Uh, but we will go ahead and jump into what took place on Monday night. Clemson just straight routing Alabama. People who really believe this may be the best Alabama team ever. I mean, Clemson put up 44 points on them, 44 to 16 in the victory. I mean, let's talk about Alabama a little bit. Tuye Tungalo, he, his stats don't look horrible, but he had a rough night. He went 22 for 34, 295 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, and one costly one that, you know, cost him seven points. And then uh, Najee Harris and Damian uh, Harris also had pretty decent games. Najee Harris had, uh, you know, five, uh, 59 yards. Uh, Damian Harris had 11 carries for 57 yards, as well as Josh Jacobs, who I like a lot. I think he's a very talented guy. Kind of reminds me a little bit of a more powerful Alvin Kamara, but he had 11 carries for 47 yards. Then Jerry Judy still had a good game. I mean, he had five receptions, a touchdown, and 139 yards. And on the defensive side of the ball, Xavier McKinley had seven, uh, seven tackles. But when we talk about the Clemson Tigers, Trevor Lawrence, 20 for 32, 347 yards, three touchdowns, 92.8 QBR. Then even ETN kind of got going towards the end of the game when you could tell Alabama had kind of gave up. 14 carries for 86 yards. For, you know, for Alabama, 86 yards of rushing, that's a lot of rushing against them Um, because they're not going to give up much. And then uh, Justin Ross, I mean, this last, I'd say, 11 days, he has just put on an absolute clinic. Um, six receptions for 153 yards, one touchdown. Um, and then T. Higgins as well is another one that's having a great year. Um, three receptions uh, um, and 81 yards. And then on the defense side of the ball, Isaiah Simmons had a good game. He had nine tackles as well as A.J. Terrell with the pick six, and he also had eight tackles. I want to get – matter of fact, I'm going to take my take first on this one. Normally I ask you what your take is, but – I want to – because this is an emotional event for me. Um, <laughs> just because everybody knows how big of a Clemson fan I am. 15-0, um, first team to ever do that, you know, in the BCS Bowl era. Um, this was a I, – I, and and I might be jumping the gun here a little bit. And if, if I am, you can tell me. I think this may be a, a – I, I'm really hesitant saying that. I think this may be a game changer in college football. I think Clemson may have just saved college football. And I'm going to tell you why I said that. And a lot of people are, other experts are also saying that as well. I think if you look at this whole season, I think everybody has just penciled Bama in to win. Even me, and I'm a Clemson fan. You remember on this podcast, you can go back probably even as close as maybe four weeks ago, I was still saying Bama is the best team. I legitly thought Bama was the best team until Monday night. Clemson is on another level with talent. And I think now, 
and we're going to talk about this later, I think we have to start the dialogue. Is Clemson and Bama equivalent? And if not, is Clemson maybe a notch better um, than, than Bama as of right now, as of today? Um, and after that, I just I, I was so startled by the 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 win. I mean, Alabama's defense didn't have an answer. Have we ever seen Alabama's defense not have an answer under Nick Saban? Like, I'm I'm really trying to think. Besides, you got to think about Cam Newton, um, and even they shut him down the first half. Uh, Johnny Manziel is another one that they. They didn't have an answer, but Trevor Lawrence put up 44 points on one, uh, Alabama. I mean, we have to start starting the dialogue. Is Clemson the best team now? Like, is I mean, if you look at the records, and we'll jump into this also later, um, they both won 55. They're equivalent, literally. In the last four years, Bama has won five, uh, 55 games. Clemson has won 55 games. Bama has won two titles. Clemson has won two titles. Bama has won four uh, SEC championships. Clemson has won four uh, ACC championships. I think we have to start the dialogue. Is Clemson and Bama on the same level? And I believe they are. And I'm going to let you go in and take it on from that. On the same level? Uh, pretty much. I mean, as far as like the last couple of years, I can't really say like – I mean, don't get me wrong, Clemson – is on that level of being a dominant program, like another year, and yeah, I, I'll definitely agree with you. But I mean, as far as Bama, though, I mean, you know, let's let's not forget, you know, Bama been nice for damn near a decade now, right? Right. Dominant. Yeah, not not. I'm not saying in a long stretch. I mean, because if we're going off a long history, yeah. Bama is by far way better than Clemson. I'm yeah. saying in the last four to five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the last four, four to five years, yes, I definitely agree with you. But the only thing, like with this game, though. Nobody could have predicted that. No, this, no, this was going to happen, and no. I don't. To be honest, I never seen a Bama defense look the way it did. Yeah, and nobody seen uh you know Tua look so confused the way he did. Mm-hmm. And I think you know a lot of it. Saban got kind of out coached. Yeah, yeah. To and you real. know, I tweeted that I said this is the first time I've seen Saban get flat out out coached. I mean, he got flat out out coached. I mean, the talent level with these teams are so equivalent. The only way you could lose this game is by being outcoached and a lot of mistakes, and Bama did both. I mean, the turnover pick six out the gate, second play of the game, was yeah. like uh, 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 that. When I seen that, I said, oh, yeah, we're in for a game. Well, and, we'll, see, we'll see. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was going to be a shootout. Yeah, after, I did uh, too. I mean, was, uh, in the first five the minutes, it was what, yeah. 16 to 14? Or something like that. It was crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, in the first, you know, five minutes of the game, I mean, I was like, oh, this is going to be a 58-59 type game. I mean, I thought it was going to get ridiculous. Um, But, I mean, that was the – like you said, I think you hit it on the nail. Let's be real. Saban got flat out out coach, man, and it was bad. I mean, when Saban – I knew Saban was concerned about Clemson when – he was going for it on fourth down almost every time. Every time. I mean, yeah. every time. Literally. I can't remember them coming off the field on a fourth down in the first quarter. I, they were going for it, every, which I get it. You know, everything, all, you know, all the di- uh, marbles on the table. I get it. I mean, I understand why he was doing it. 
I mean, he was doing it even at fourth and three, fourth and four. He was going for it every time. Um, and that was when I kind of knew, because Clemson punted a few times when they didn't get something going. It just seemed like Bama was playing scared. I'm going to be honest. That was the first time I seen Bama kind of coming out like, oh, crap, we've never seen anything like this before. And I've been telling people that all year. I've been saying, and you can go back and listen to this podcast. I've been saying, if there's going to be one team to knock off Bama, it's Clemson by far. I think Georgia is a close, maybe close second, but they fumble it up every time they play Bama. I think what Clemson did was college football changing, period. I think what they did really changed because now everybody's not going to just say, oh, we know Bama going to win. Now it's kind of like, what about Clemson? They might make some noise. I mean, even look at the SEC, and I'm not saying that the SEC, other SEC teams are on Bama's level because they're not, but look at Florida. I mean, they just had a 10-win season first year coach. I mean, even though Georgia always seems to fumble it up against Bama, I mean, Georgia's not that far behind Bama. They're not like a whole, whole lot behind Bama. I mean, they're really not. So I think Clemson kind of showing, hey, we put on our pants and, you know, we use the restroom the same way y'all do. And and I think that kind of showed that if you're really bringing the Bama and you've got to out-coach them and have that type of talent, I think you can beat Bama. And I think Clemson, to me, kind of saved college football, to be completely honest with you. I feel like they kind of saved college football a little bit. Well, the only thing is that I do not like the conversation that's being had that there's been a switching of the powers. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, Clemson beating Alabama was needed for college football. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, let's not act like this is about to be the decline. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't agree with, with that either. I don't want people to think Alabama's just about to fall off the cliff because it's a great chance in 300 and – 65 days, we're probably going to see this game again. I mean, that's yeah, we a got great to. chance of happening. Because what, that's two for Bama and two for uh, Clemson? Yeah, and that's correct. And a yeah. national champ. And a lot of people, and and I, I understand where Bama fans are coming from their frustration too, because a lot of people are saying, well, Clemson's 2-1 in the national championship. Let's not do that. They just beat us last year in the playoffs. And that's a game that mattered. So let's not try to skew the, and I'm a Clemson fan saying, let's not try to skew this whole predicament of how, you know, Bama and, and Clemson and Clemson may be a little better. Now, let's not try to do that. I just believe that now I think Clemson is on the same level as Bama. And I think if you look at the stats, it shows that. Uh, 55 wins for both teams in the last four years. I mean, that shows that these two programs, two national titles, both of them, I think this shows that both of these in the last four or five years, you know, let me make that remark again, are on the same level. I think they're on the same level. I really do. And I think, like I said, with Clemson blowing Bama out like that, man, I'm going to be honest. I didn't predict that a day in the life. I think I got on here last week and said maybe like 28-31 or something like that, or 34-35, something close. But for Clemson to just floor it, I'm shocked, man. I'm completely – just listen to this, Real. Clemson put their backups in in the fourth quarter in the national championship game against Bama. Who would have ever wrote that script up? Right. <laughs> nobody. No, I mean, I'm, I'm a Clemson fan. Nobody would have wrote that script up, period. I thought we were going to be in a complete dogfight from the first play to the last play. But I'm, you know something? 
Uh, now, you know, Clemson been nice since what that 2011 season. I want to yeah, say. Yeah, I say the shift start turning around about 2010, 2011, right? And Clemson, definitely. A major powerhouse at this time now. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, definitely. And I think that other coaches got to start taking note because for Clemson to come out, I mean, Clemson is not like a historically. No, you know what I'm saying. I mean, they powerhouse came up a powerhouse, like you said, in the last six or seven years here. But what I think is that other coaches got to start paying attention now because for Clemson to come in, you know, within the last decade and establish itself as a powerhouse when you got. You know, Ohio State, you know, Michigan, you know, mm-hmm. the USC's of the world, Oklahoma. <laughs> and for Dabo to just come in the game and build this up to where it is. And I think they said something like, uh, he had, he's had the same assistant coaches for what now? Like a couple yeah, years For two now? or three seasons now, yeah. People got to start taking note, man. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, when you think about the ACC, you know, what, what, what what's the traditional power? Florida State, what, who, you know? Who else? You know what I'm saying? Right. Nobody would have mm-hmm. really thought Clemson would have. You know, in the last ten years, nobody would have thought Clemson was like going to be that school. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, it's just you. People got to start taking note that because you know people kept saying you know Alabama's dominant college football is getting boring, mm-hmm. but you got Clemson is consistently competing with them now. Mm-hmm. Where five, you know, four or five years ago, is a different story. Right. So yeah, I, I think I think you know coaches got to start paying attention now. Yeah, I and, and you bring up a great point about coaches. Let me give you a little story here um, about coaches because I and I I actually heard Joel Joel Clack talking about this uh, of Fox Sports. Um, I seen him talking about this how Saban in Alabama and nothing's wrong with this either. Saban in Alabama run their show kind of like a factory. I mean, yeah, yeah, football yeah, yeah, factory. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, Clemson more so runs it off a of family. Yeah. And and just to bring up another good point about coaches staying and not switching up every other year. I mean, I think in the last, I think he said like two or three seasons, or the last four seasons that Clemson has played Bama, they've had 14 new coaches in and out. Yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. Clemson has had two. Clemson has had two coaches changes. Two since that has happened. Um, And I think that makes a difference. And I'm going to give you a story of why that makes a difference. Look at the kid, Justin Ross. He's from Alabama, number one player from Alabama last year. You know, it came down to the last day. And you know why he picked Clemson? He wow. said, I don't want a new coach every other year. I don't want a new coach every other year. He strictly said that, I mean, his mom is a huge Alabama fan. His his family members are all huge Alabama Crimson Tide fans. He picked Clemson. I mean, obviously, everybody in this house was saying, boy, you better go to Bama. You better go to Bama. We we grew up on Bama. He picked Clemson because of, I don't want a new coach every other year, man. I don't want to change the way I have my relationships with my coaches every other year. And And when you see stuff like that happening, once again, I think you're right. Coaches got to take notes, and these programs got to take note. You might want to start throwing throwing your assistant coaches that money. Because when you start losing recruits and stuff like that, it's no way in – I'm not going to say that word. It's <laughs> no way Justin Ross should have got out of Alabama, period. It's no way. And Clemson, I think, has did it again this year and took the number one linebacker out of Alabama. So it's just kind of like 
when you think about what Dabo has did at Clemson, it's kind of unheard of. I mean, who would take little old Clemson and make them into a powerhouse? I mean, Clemson 10 years ago was equivalent to like a Virginia Tech, you know? Good yeah. program, always kind of had decent players come out of it. But Clemson has learned to sustain that success. And I think that's what's so different of what Dabo has did by keeping the consistency. And I think that makes a ton of a difference, man. I really think that makes a ton of a difference. So I think that's also a big factor in everything, too. But I want to talk about this kid, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I'm literally speechless on Trevor Lawrence at this point. And I hear a lot of people saying he needs to go to the NFL right now. And I'm not really too much on that train because he's 19 years old. He's really young. But, man, I'm not going to lie to you. That kid looks like Aaron Rodgers in the making, literally. Um, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is just – he ripped Alabama's defense up like I've never seen before. What and how do you feel about Trevor Lawrence at this point? And do you think that Dabo move from Kelly Bryant to Trevor Lawrence makes sense now? I mean, it been makes sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anybody, anybody, I've been anybody, telling anybody, people that since the beginning of the anybody, year. Anybody, anybody arguing that because, I mean, like you said earlier, you know, this season, got to go throw that ball. Mm-hmm. But dude's nice. He probably going to win him a Heisman sometime in the future. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as, as, as far as um NFL, though, I was listening to Money Jones, and he was saying something like, you know, it's a little too quick for that. Yeah, I agree. Even seen that many defenses because uh, I mean I agree with him. You know he because what well, he played like he started eight games. Right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. And then you know they talk about you know Bama is as close as it's gonna get, but nah, mm-hmm. Bama's not. You know an NFL defense, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, th- you know that whole conversation there just needs to you know cease at the moment. I don't. I mean, and, and you know what's crazy? I completely agree with you, and I'm a Clemson fan. I don't think it's gonna stop. I think it's only gonna get worse, especially if Trevor Lawrence has another amazing season next year, which he probably most likely will. Yeah, everybody returning. Yeah, it's. It, I mean that, and not to brag about Clemson again. But I think that's what's more scarier about Clemson. Their whole entire offense, besides um, two players, three players, well, really only two starting players, are returning next year. That is scary. I mean, Travis Etienne, back. T. Higgins, back. Justin Ross, back for two more years. Trevor Lawrence, back for two more years. I mean, they are loaded. And I think that that's – I'm scared for other defenses because that is ridiculous that that amount of talent is that young. But I agree with you 100%. I think Trevor Lawrence, and I've already heard a lot of people saying he's right now. You remember the hype around Andrew Luck when he was coming out of college. Uh, A lot of people are comparing it to that, and they're saying that Trevor Lawrence could be better. Do I agree with that? Could be in the future? Yes. I think at the end of the day, and like I said, I might be talking too soon because we still have two more seasons. If Trevor Lawrence stays on pace for what he's doing now, he will be the next Tom Brady. I'm I'm just being completely honest. If he takes the same type of game and goes to, to the NFL and balls out of his mind like he's doing in college right now, he's going to be the next Tom Brady. I'm just going to, I'm just going to flat out come out and say it. He's going to be the next either Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. That's just a flat out, flat out honest. 6'6", 220. He has all the intangible. The kid is smart as crap. 
I mean, he's going to be, you know, the next big shot in, in the NFL. Like I said, as of right now, though, I'm already hearing people saying that. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes a little bit. Give him two more years. And now I'm not going to lie to you. If he meets Bama in the championship again next year, and he and, uh, and then, like I said, he has a great year, and he tortures Bama again next year, then I think we got to start the dialogue. If he tortures Bama two years in a row and they win two national championships back-to-back, I think we have to start the dialogue at that point. If Okay, yeah, he might need to just sit out his whole junior year and just get ready for the NFL. I mean, that that's the honest truth. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and the thing is with uh, Trevor Lawrence, though, again, dude is nice, mm-hmm. not knocking them, but – I don't know where I've been at this whole season, but I did not know Justin Ross was like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, you can't deny that, you know, Ross, Higgins, and them boys, mm-hmm. those dudes, they're going to be in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Higgins like, is going to be a you top know, 10 let's, let's, pick next let's, year. Let's, let's not, let's not, let's not, let's not give uh, Trevor all the credit now. Exactly. You know, exactly. And, I mean, <laughs> even, even Dabo said it. He said some of those crazy catches. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ross was making, which that guy. He might be a top five pick when he comes out in two years. Um, yeah, I mean, when when you see stuff like that, I mean, he said that. He said if Trevor would have threw the ball better, Justin Rossman had to make all these crazy catches. So that's why I'm like, you know, I kind of agree with you on that. That's why I said I would pump the brakes on him ready to go to the NFL right now. But I'm just going to tell you, man, if he stay on this pace for the next two years, He's going to be the next Aaron Rodgers, bro. I'm just telling you straight up. And I'm not trying to be a fanboy or nothing like that. If he stays on pace like this and takes this type of game to the NFL, because if you really think about it, the NFL is starting to become a throwing, passing the ball league. If he goes somewhere like, and don't let New, New England tank and get Trevor Lawrence in two years, that would be a problem. Um, Him and Belichick together, yeah, I don't want to see that at all. That that would be so horrible. But, yeah, if that happened, I mean, I think we're looking at, the, like, the next Brady or Rodgers. And that's just me being completely honest. But um, I do want to say congratulations to Clemson. Um, personal congratulations to my two cousins that play on the twi- uh, the team, the Davis Twins, Judah and J.D., man, congratulations. Um, and like I said, I think mostly, and I'm going to be honest with you, I kind of lied to y'all. I knew Clemson wanted Bama since August. I'm going to be completely honest. They were all telling me, Man, we came back because we want to play Bama, period. I mean, that that was their goal from day one. They can lie to y'all and say, oh, he was taking it one game. No, they came back because they wanted to play Bama. I know t- players on that team personally that have basically told me, we came back because we wanted to play Bama and we wanted our revenge. And I think they got it. I think they got it. I mean, they did a tremendous job, and I think they did a great job with what they did. And I think this is why those D linemen decided to come back this year. Um, and just to kind of, before we jump into anything else, I do want to say, um, I think Trayvon Mullins is already declared, which he had a tremendous night. I think he made a lot of money on a Monday night. Um, and as well, big Dexter Lawrence, obviously without playing those last two games, he's probably still going to go first round. And then I also think, um, Clemson star linebacker, uh, Trey Lamar also as well has went to the NFL. Now I don't know about Cleon Farrell yet. He's most likely going to go um, as well. Like I said, it's still a little bit early, so we still don't kind of know what the deal is on him, but I'm pretty sure he's going to go to the NFL and probably be a top 10 pick. But um, just to get off that subject, I want to talk about a guy on the opposite side of the field, Jalen Hurts. Um, putting in, you know, today he popped up in the transfer portal. Basically, it looks like he's, you know, heading places else 
Um, how did you feel about that? And where do you think is maybe some landing spots for Jalen Hurts? Man, uh, I mean, good move for him. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was giving him flat, you know, about staying, mm-hmm. you know, this year. But I was uh, I was watching ESPN, and they were saying, you know, Oklahoma, and I forgot the other one they said. But I won't, I won't be mad at Oklahoma, you mm-hmm. know, another transfer QB. Mm-hmm. But really, man, I think uh, – I mean, it, it really doesn't matter where he goes, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, it's probably not going to be Missouri, probably not going to be Ohio State, mm-hmm. you know, where, where, where these big-name quarterbacks, and, you know, just transfer, transfer too. right, yeah. But I think he's going to be nice wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's gotten better in some degree, mm-hmm. you know, just sent behind Tua. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good look for him, and I'm a, uh, I'm rooting for the dude. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I'm I'm a root for him. And now, honestly, uh, I wouldn't be mad at him coming to the ACC. I was just thinking that. I was thinking Florida State. I wouldn't mind coming having him. Oh no, nah, nah, Francois is staying. Oh, and, that nah. did come down to that. He is staying. Yeah. But I mean, either way it goes, he. Tra- I thought if he transferred at this point, oh no, he's a grad transfer, yeah. right? So he can play right away. So yeah, Florida State's not going to work. Um. So that's probably why they told him to go ahead and come back and see if he was going to come back or not. Now, and I was thinking somewhere if he was going to go home, you know, somewhere like Texas. But mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I could see him. I mean, it's probably not going to be Texas or A&M. Just I was hearing you know, a lot of Houston being a possible yeah, spot and, and, for him because he's and, from and there. I, and I don't know. I, 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 I'd rather him stay in a, um, you know, power, mm-hmm. power conference. I you know agree. What I agree. So, I mean, other than that, I mean, like I said, I'm with dude wherever he go. Yeah, I, I, I like Jalen Hurts. I mean, he's really handled this whole situation like a champ for the last year. Um, I mean, tremendous guy. I mean, he just seems like such a great guy. Um, like I said, I think a perfect landing spot would be, you know, Florida State. But now that I know that, you know, Francois is coming back, that's dead. I would like to see him come to the ACC, though. I'm not even going to lie. As a Clemson fan, I really would like to see him come to the ACC. I'm actually trying to think of some schools now he could actually go to. That actually would kind of make a little bit of sense. Uh, I know he wouldn't go there, but Syracuse, I could kind of, you know, they got a decent program. Um, mm, I mean, that's the only one I can oh, think of now without Florida State. Um, the uh, the other squad here on ESPN that I was talking about was UCLA, you know, being with Chip Kelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was, uh, hearing, I was also hearing UCF too as well, but I think Mackenzie Milton is coming back, but they're saying uh, that he I, might I, sit I, out I, this whole next year, so we don't know. I, I, I I ain't trying to see him at UCF. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I I wouldn't want him to go to UCF either. But yeah, they're they're saying UCF is a possibility. Also, Florida Atlantic. Um, I even seen like, you know, I want to say I even seen them saying something about LSU, which I thought was crazy. But whoa, exactly. I don't what, know. What now. It crazy? I don't know. Now. If, what, I don't know now. what if Jalen went to Auburn? Yo, that would be so. Oh, nah. Uh, he, he, nah, he, he ain't that trifling. Yeah, know he, he, he got too much love for Bama. I mean, he he stayed a whole year after getting the spot taken. He, he, he ain't got to do that. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah, I don't yeah. think he'll stay in the ACC. Because he, he wasted a whole season of eligibility staying at, at Bama. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he stays in the SEC for real, though. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't nah, see that. I, yeah, I, I don't think so either. I think he'll go somewhere, like I said, somewhere in Texas, somewhere maybe like Houston, maybe like, you know, somewhere like that. But That's what I'm saying, man. I, I want to see him in the Power 5, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see him playing at no, like, Houston or nothing like that, though. I don't want to see him at no UCF. I don't want to see him in – I want to see him, like, somewhere, you know, like, in a, like ACC 
Um, I don't think he would really fit what the Big Ten does. And yeah, I, I, I don't I really. I can only really see Jalen in the ACC. I can't even really see him in the Big Twelve either because they throw the rock so much. So I don't but really. I, well, well, that what I, that, that was the argument for Oklahoma, being how people were saying that. Jalen has gotten better at throwing the ball. Yeah, he has, maybe, though. Maybe Lincoln Riley can do something with Maybe. That. Maybe. Now, you got a point on that because Lincoln Riley, I don't put nothing behind him. So, yeah, you might have a valid point on that. But I Hell, would kind of like to see him in a, you know, power on five. I, I, sure. I wonder if Jalen grew up on Mac Brown. Ah, Carolina? Just just because of, I, like, I wonder if he grew up on Mac Brown enough and like him enough. Maybe I mean I mean he grew up in Texas I mean and Mac Brown was the coach while he was growing up but I I'm, I I think that would be a and I thought about North Carolina too I said that okay that might be but a Sam Howell fit for him but Sam Howell looks really yeah. good. I don't know if you watched the uh, All American game the other week ago but Sam yeah. Howell looks like the truth I'm not even gonna lie like he looks decent I mean he looks like. He's going to be a pretty decent quarterback in, in you know, in the um, in college. So I don't know. And like I said, I, I've been telling people that because I, you know, I follow Sam Howell closely since he's from around this area. I mean, he's a talented player. Um, so I don't really know. I think Jalen, Jalen would probably still win that job though with him being a freshman. I think yeah. if Jalen did come to North Carolina, because I mean, Chaston Rock, don't get me wrong, he's. He's a good player, but Jalen Hurts is better than Chad. Nah, nah, nah. That's spot going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chad, Chad, Chad. It's not even, nah. Yeah, exactly. Chad is not, you know, it as a as the kids. He ain't it at um at court. Jalen to Miami? What about that? Yeah. You said Jalen Miami? I was thinking them too. That's another one. That's another one. Because actually one of my homeboys, Erwin, texted me about that today. He's like, yo, what about? What about Jalen of Miami? I said, ooh. You, see, know, I don't that's, know you, you know, with uh, uh, the what? new coach down there. Yeah. Um, what's the guy's name? Manny um, Diaz. Oh, Diaz. Yeah, damn, I'm tripping. Yeah. I don't know if you want to do, deal with that, though. Yeah. And they kind of got a lot of fiasco going on right now. Too, yeah, 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 with, yeah. You know, yeah. coaches changing, a lot of people transferring. I want to tell you another, and this is kind of getting off topic a little bit, but I love Georgia as a program, but they got a lot of people transferring. I mean, they had the number one tight end out of Illinois. He transferred back to Illinois this year. Uh, he just decided, I think it was like yesterday or today. And Illinois, I mean, I know this is a little off topic, but they're kind of low-key putting together a pretty decent program now. I mean, Jeff Thomas, he's decided to go to uh, Illinois. And now the guy from Georgia, his name is slipping my mind right now, tight end. He was the number one tight end in, in, in the state of Illinois and really one of the, the type type. Oh, well, mm-hmm. well, well, I mean, if he's from Illinois, you can, you know, make the argument. Yeah. And with Jeff Thomas, though, I think he was actually dismissed or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He let, yeah, but he you let know, he, right, yeah. But you know he's from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. You know, you know St. Louis is on the border of well, Illinois, Illinois right? Right. So you know you can make the argument, you know, that he just want to go back home too. But you know, hey, you know it is what it is, though. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I mean when I think about Miami, only reason for Jalen Hurts is just a lot of fiasco, a lot of you know. So you don't think you don't you don't think it'll be a good look? <sighs> only because so much turnover is going on right now, which in Jalen's defense. That may help him win a spot because Nikoshi Perry, uh, he ain't it. And then Malik Rozier definitely ain't it. Um, 
So, I mean, I think, you know, Jalen Hurts is better than both of those guys, if we want to be really honest. Oh, I just uh, I just pulled up something, not to keep on dwelling on this, yeah. but I seen, and this, this is just an article mm-hmm. from a random website. So Jalen Hurts could transfer to Arizona Wildcats? Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. I don't know, though, because I, nah. I don't know. Just because of the whole Khalil Tate situation, that and it's clear, Sumlin. It clear, Sumlin yep. does not know what to do. Yep, Johnny Manziel basically resurrected his career. I'm not, I'm not, I, and, and I'm not trying to be harsh on Kevin Sumlin, but that's just the facts. I mean, Johnny Manziel saved that man's career. Let's just be completely honest here. Um, he did, he, he saved his career. Which is, I don't think Kevin Sumlin is a horrible, horrible coach. But I don't think he's a good one either, to be completely honest. Um, he's just an okay coach, I guess I would say, honestly, to be completely real with you. So uh, either way, I'm a root for Jalen. Yeah, definitely. And I mean I'm 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 a root for Kelly and you know, I am still riding with Sean mm-hmm. Robinson. I don't know why they both went to Missouri unless they Missouri dropped that bag on them boys, but I don't know. And then I don't know if you had seen um I don't forgot the guy's name. The backup to Ian Book. Um Wimbush. Wimbush. He transferred, but he, he 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 didn't announce where he was going yet, but Brian Kelly knows where he's going. Okay. Yeah, I'm 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 even root for him. Yeah, right, right. And talking about transfers, since we're on this whole subject, I know we touched on Justin Fields last week about oh, yeah. you know oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, the whole Ohio State. But I don't think at the time when we talked about it, I don't think things were official yet. Uh but now things are official. He's officially heading to Ohio State, um, obviously Tate Martell, their their quarterback. I mean, Dwayne Haskins just you know he just announced that he's going to the pro NFL. You know, yesterday or the day before, something like that. Um, but you know, with this being said, what about Justin Fields and Tate Martell? And I kind of think I have my own little input on that, and I kind of take it after you say something about it. But how do you feel about the whole Tate Martell, Justin Fields, you know, quarterback room situation? How do you feel about that? One, I, I thought it was kind of weird, and uh, I was watching Flamingo Raps. And he kind of hit it, hit the head, the nail on the head mm-hmm. about because you know all these dudes are on uh, QB one. I don't know if you watched mm-hmm. that show. Yep, mm-hmm. like, I watched it. Justin was backing up a QB one, and he's going to a school another QB one. Mm-hmm. But really, I, I wonder what made him go to Ohio State because I mean, you know, being that uh, Urban Meyer stepping down. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not sure how the program is going to look. Right. I mean, especially coming off a season where it wasn't their – it didn't, they didn't look their best. Right. But, you know, on paper they still had a good season. Mm-hmm. So, it made me wonder, like, why did he go there? Mm-hmm. And plus, I mean, look, you know, let's let's, let's be real. If you've been completely honest, it's not set in stone that Tate Martell is going to take that job. Right. You know, let's be real. I mean, he was – he was – he was has his backup. Mm-hmm. So, you can only assume. Mm-hmm. But, you know – I don't think it was set in stone though, because you never know what Ohio State mm-hmm. they may got the next one coming up, you know, right under. He might take the spot, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's kind of weird because I mean, Justin Fields to Ohio State. I mean, I thought I thought the reason for transferring in the first place was because it's clear that he's he might not get that spot until mm-hmm. you know from gone right at the next year. So, like I said, isn't it's, it's it's not set in stone that Tate gets it, but you you got to consider that 
you know, he may be the starter. And now, now you're in another QB uh, battle. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think I think uh, Tate is what next year he'll be a junior. Mm-hmm. I want to yep. say that's correct. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean to be real, I'm pretty sure Justin Fields could have went anywhere. You know that doesn't have like a star QB right now. Mm-hmm. And it just, I just find it weird, you know, that he picked Ohio State because I mean, again, with Irving leaving. We don't know what the pro. Don't get me wrong. Ohio State is still going to be Ohio State, right? You know, right. Let's be clear, right, but right. the fact that he chose Ohio State at this time, I thought that was kind of weird. But we're going to see how this plays out. Because I mean, what happens if he loses his spot to take? You know what I'm saying? And you hit on everything that I want to talk about. He's going to be looking. He's going to be looking dumb. You hit literally on every. Let me let me break down some things. Because I mean, you basically hit on everything I wanted to talk about. For one, with the whole Justin Fields situation. I don't know if you've seen this, but this was a few weeks ago. Tate Martell basically took shots. At oh, yeah, Justin yeah, yeah, Fields. yeah, yeah, And I, that's why I wanted to really talk about this is going to be – I mean, I know football, competitive, stuff like that, but at the end of the day, you guys are teammates. And I think yeah. this may kind of cause a toxic, you know, teammate right. relationship type thing that this man got on Twitter taking shots, basically saying, don't miss your swing twice, basically telling him, listen, don't come here. Thinking you gonna walk in and take my spot? I've been here yeah. for two years now, and then on top of that, he came in and said Justin Fields ain't did because a lot of people thought, well, is he talking about Shea Patterson? Because I think around that same time, Shea Patterson, you know, said that he was returning to Michigan, but then he had a second message that that's where you knew he was coming at Justin Fields when he said, you know, Justin Fields. Well, he didn't say Justin Fields, but he said he ain't did nothing for this program. I've been here for two years. So what that tell you? He was talking about Justin Fields. They knew he was coming to Ohio State. They knew that. They knew that yeah. when his name hit the transfer portal, most likely, that he was coming to Ohio State. You, you know you know what's funny? Mm-hmm. What if during the time before Justin Fields actually, you know, confirmed that he was coming to Ohio State mm-hmm. and there was just still speculation, you know, last mm-hmm. week, whatever, mm-hmm. Tate Martell put that uh, tweet out. <laughs> what if Dwayne Haskins said, "Yeah, I'm coming back another year"? Oh my God, that you know was, how, you know how, like, let me shut all y'all down real quick. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm coming back. Like, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure, I'm pretty sure they all had talks. I'm yeah. pretty sure the higher ups at Ohio State said, "Look, Dwayne Haskins, it, it feels coming. You gotta go to the NFL." Which I mean, I think Dwayne Haskins is gonna be a top ten pick no yeah, matter what. So, and I was gonna mention that too. If uh, because I, I don't remember the timing of everything, mm-hmm. but I wonder if like they kind of just confirmed it right. Was it before? I'm uh, I'm pretty Haskins. sure it was. I'm pretty sure they. Yeah. I'm pretty sure because Dwayne Haskins and Justin Fields was sitting courtside at Ohio State game. I think like just the other day ago, like Saturday no, or something like that. So I'm pretty sure that. they got those guys together and said, "Look, if he coming to Ohio State, Dwayne got to leave." And Dwayne probably said, well, I'm about to be a millionaire in a few months anyway. Yeah, let me take my chances. So, I mean, you you can't really blame him on that. So, I'm pretty sure the Ohio State, you know, uh, higher-ups in that program, I'm pretty sure they sat down and had a talk with them and was like, look, this is what's going to happen or this is going to happen, so on and so forth. I think that's probably what happened. I agree with you. I think picking Ohio State is very weird. He could find himself in the same predicament in a year from now. But you know what though? Yeah, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. But if it was something like you know, 
boosters, coaches, whatever, at Ohio State was, uh, you know, talking about that. Then it makes me believe that, you know, Justin might come in and start. That And that's what I think, and that's, and that's what I'm getting at next. I think Tate Martell is a little insecure right now. Yeah. He's a little insecure right now. He's like, okay, they got him coming in. They must not believe in me. Yeah. And let's be completely honest. There's a little bit of talent difference between Tate Martell and Dwayne Haskins. But Dwayne Haskins, Justin Fields, that kind of shrinks down a little bit because a lot of people last year, I don't know if you remember this, a lot of people last year were saying Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields was 1A, 1B. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they were saying basically saying Justin Fields the next Cam Newton. Um, I mean, literally, like, I mean, I don't – so I kind of understand why they're like, yo, let's get this guy here. But I think what has happened, and, you you know, you kind of – and me, you just hit on it. He's feeling a little insecure right now. And I think that's right. why he was sending those messages out because he felt insecure. He knew, okay, this this could get bad for me. I mean, this can really get bad because I'm kind of like you. Why would they bring Justin Fields in if he's not going to start? Because that's well, the reason I mean, he left Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean – not knowing how this whole transferring, you know, recruiting thing works. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the dude wants to transfer to Ohio State, you know, that's, you know. That's his right. Anybody, that's what I'm saying. Nobody can tell him that he right, can't, right, you know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. But I know he spoke to the coaches and, you know, and again, you know, Tate Martell, yeah, it, it, it's not looking good for the dude. Mm-hmm. And I just want to see how this plays out because – I don't think I remember a time where it was a guy made it clear in public that he's not effing with a new dude coming in. Yep. That's the same thing I said. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I've ever seen that before. So we it's it's gonna be interesting. And what if Tate messes around some transfers? Yeah. Nothing is what uh people was getting at early in the season with how they didn't like the transfer rule mm-hmm. because nobody wants to compete. Right. But at the same time, you know, it do kind of look like it's indirect disrespect to take Martell. Mm-hmm. That, and you know what? And I think I seen somebody, I think I heard somebody on the radio saying this too in the local radio station. That's exactly how it is. It's point blank disrespect of Tate Martell. It is. I mean, call it what it is. If it's a duck, it's a duck. It's point out blank disrespect. they with them going out, and like you said, Justin Fields has his right to transfer. But for them reaching out to Justin Fields and realizing, okay, we want to get you here, that's basically their way of saying, we don't believe in you, Tate Martell. But see, that's the thing, you know, like you said, like like, like you just said, Justin Fields got your right to come there. Exactly. And Justin and Justin Fields probably feels like, oh, yeah, Tate Martell, that's easy. I got you. I'll take the spot real quick. And that's but and, and that's what I think same, that comes in at with the disrespect side. At the same time, it is it does got to send like a. Well, it, it, at, at the same time, you know, Tate got to understand that ain't nothing gifted to you. No, you know what I'm saying? No, you still, you still got to even even if Justin Fields wasn't there, you never know. The next freshman quarterback Ohio State guy, he could have become mm-hmm. became a starter. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we just got to watch this play out. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it is something that we just kind of have to watch and wait and just see how, you know, everything goes and how it plays out. Because I do think, you know, Tate Martell, if he doesn't, you know, start, he might leave. I mean, it's honest to God, he might leave. 
And I mean, can you blame him? Nah, not really. I mean, seeing what all has happened, he's been there for two years and now, you know, this has happened. Like you said, a lot of kids at this point, I don't think really want to compete like that. They want it basically hand tossed to them. Um, and I think that that kind of can be a problem at sometimes with, you know, the transfer rule and things such as that. Um, but I'm definitely interested to kind of see how everything plays out with this Tate Martell thing. But I think that is interesting just to bring back up the Flemmo Rouse point that he said, basically how he went from coming from the guy from quarterback, you know, quarterback one, that show from season one to season two, you know, with Tate Martell. I think that is kind of unique a little bit. Right. Because I think that's something that I've really, you know, never really seen before. I wanted to bring up another, you know, subject that I just thought about really in the last like 30 minutes or so here while we've been doing this. What was the most surprising thing? What are just a few of surprising things that happened this year in the college football season? I think this would be a good way to kind of end off the season. Surprising. One just off the top of my head, I didn't expect Louisville to be this trash. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's well, great. Well, not, not just Louisville, the entire ACC. Yeah, honestly, honestly. Did not expect that. I didn't expect – I thought Penn State was on the come up, you know. Mm-hmm. But I know when we lose a, a freak athlete like Saquon Barkley. Right. Which, it's going to be some drop-off. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely thought, you know, Georgia's going to go back to the playoffs. I thought that Florida State. <laughs> was gonna look better this year. Yeah, I did too. And did not see that old Dominion Virginia Tech. I'm still on that, that. Yeah, that. I'm that still. I'm still on puzzles that. me. I'm still on that. Yeah. And also, I thought USC was gonna be better than what they were. Yeah. Um. And, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I, yeah. No, I agree with you 100. percent Um, I think the ACC being so bad was definitely a surprise. Uh, I will tell you one good surprise though. Um. And I think that was Virginia. Uh, I didn't expect them to oh, be yeah. that good this year. I never yeah. have. But they Bronco Mendenhall did a great job with them this year. I already kind of knew Boston College was going to be good this year. I've been telling people that all year. And I think Syracuse, I've been telling people that since summer, that they were going to oh, be yeah. really good. Syracuse. Um, so I, I knew they were kind of kind of going to be good. But to kind of pitch in on the ACC, um, yeah, I was very shocked about how bad Florida State was, especially Miami. I was super mm. shocked on how bad they were. Um, I was also shocked about, I'm going to be honest, I was shocked about the, the rise of Kyler Murray. I mean, when I seen this kid, I was like, this guy look like he a 10-year-old. He's five <laughs> foot seven, playing college football. All right, relax. My boy, my boy ain't 5'7". Relax. relax. <laughs> I seen him, I said, man, who is this little kid? But Kyler Murray is a complete stud, man. He surprised the crap out of me. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Um, he was definitely a shock. Uh, I mean, and once again, the tune back into the national championship game, Clemson. Clemson shocked me, man. I thought with, you know, having Trevor Lawrence and things such as that, I knew they would probably get back to the playoffs. But I didn't think Trevor Lawrence would be this good this quick. I didn't. I'm going to be completely honest. Um, so that was another kind of shock for me. I think the fall of, like, USC was really concerning. Uh, UCLA not being good. I, th- I thought they had a – I thought they hit a gold mine hiring uh, Chip Kelly. And that didn't pan out well. Uh, well. Um, that, Texas. Texas is another good surprise. Uh, did not expect them to be this good uh, this year. And also Georgia. 
uh, Georgia was a surprise getting blown out by by Texas like that in the you know champ not in the championship game but in the Sugar Bowl. And I, I'm kind of with you. I thought Georgia was going to be back in the playoffs again this year. Um, I really did thought it was going to be Clemson, Bama, Georgia, Ohio State. Um, another just one more shocker thing here, and this is a little bit off the grid a little bit. Army, Army is a oh, really yeah. talented. Fundamentally sound team. I mean, they went eleven and two this year, barely lost to Oklahoma and got beat by Duke, which is so strange. But I mean, they went they they won eleven games this year. They put seventy points up in the option in a bowl game. I mean, <laughs> that's ridiculous. I mean, straight out ridiculous, man. And one more shocker. I think the fall of Bryce Love is also a oh, shocker. Bo- oh my god! I mean, good God, I the fall was so me. bad. I mean, oh, that might man. be the biggest shocker of the year. I had Bryce Love as a Heisman candidate at the beginning of the year. I wouldn't even put Bryce Love in the top ten running backs in college football right now. I mean, I mean that's how bad it he, is. He, 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 well, you know, he. he... He dealt with the injury all season. Exactly. So. And that's what's kind of made it like, man, I don't even know if he's going to ever get back right. Um, Dang, I forgot about that, man. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's my point. And I also think another shocker was the rise of Elijah Holyfield, too. Uh, he had a pretty good year this year, and he decided to go to the draft and things such as that. Um, but I think the rise of him was also another um, surprise. I, I really did. You know, it really was a surprise to me as well um, about Elijah Holyfield being as good as he was this year. Damn, I forgot all about Bryce. Bryce, yeah, like, Bryce. Real, I mean, he fell off. Damn. Oh my gosh! And just another thing before we close out here, what are you looking forward to next year? A better season, to be real. Mm-hmm. Like I know, I know that sounds kind of like a vague answer, but mm-hmm. the season wasn't really all that great if you look back on it this year. It just but seemed like at bowl first, season, it like Bama was just. Bowl season needs everybody. to be great. Bowl season needs to be way better yep. than what it mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I really want the ACC to come back. Mm-hmm. I want Florida State to at least, at minimum, minimum, please go five hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Them, Just, miss, you know, them missing a bowl game is unacceptable, especially as bad right, as ACC Florida State. Right, and I and I would like to see the old powers come back to life. You know, mm-hmm. USC. I, USC, you know, Texas actually, you know, established itself as a, a, a true contender right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Florida State, I like to see, uh, you know, well, Florida had a good season, but, you know, I want to see him back to Florida, Florida. Mm-hmm. And I know, you know, as far as recruits players, there's only enough to go around, but I think everybody can get back to where they need to be. And uh, Ohio State be down and not get beat by freaking Purdue. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's fact. And, uh, I'm ready to see what this Clemson about to do with all these dudes returning. Yeah. And Bama. And Bama at that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready to see what Clemson and Bama are going to do next year, obviously. Um, I want to see, I, I honestly, and this is probably going to catch you a little bit off guard. I want to see what NC State is going to do after losing, you know, Kelvin Harmon and Riley, uh, Ryan Finley. I kind of want to see who's going to be that next guy at NC State that can kind of make that jump and make them a little bit more of a productive program. I kind of want to see what USC is going to be with uh, Clay Helton being on the hot seat. I want to see can Notre Dame rebound from, you know, this season of, you know, having a great season oh, but then a disappointing end. Speaking um, of that. Yeah. They got they got to get – I like to see the committee. They, they, 
Notre Dame has to be treated harsher. Not them not being the conference. Yeah, so I, I like. To say I agree. That, I like that yeah, that yeah, no, that I agree with you one hundred percent. I need, I need, I need to see a third team on the rise too to take the next step to to get to Bama and Clemson level. Bingo. I need to see that too. I completely agree. Who do you think that third team is? I would say right now maybe Georgia. I say either Georgia, if uh, Ohio State get they figure out who the QB is and get their defense back to where it need to be. Georgia, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I kind of agree on that too, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, I think Notre Dame has to drop, jump back. And I think I kind of agree. I think they got to join the conference if they really want to talk that talk and walk that walk. Um, at this point, I do think they have to join the conference. And I, I just kind of like you said, I want to see a third team kind of rise, ride up to the cage and see what they can do. I think that would be good for college football, and I think that would be really productive to, you know, keeping everybody entertained through the season. Because if you really think about it, through the whole season, it just kind of seemed like it was Bama's until maybe like the last month or so. And then yeah. Clemson started to just shoot up out of nowhere. So, I mean, I, I think that's kind of going to be interesting to see as well. Um, before we head out, do you have any other thing else to talk about? Because I know you had a few subjects and things such as that. I don't want to forget anything. Um. I think that's it. Uh, oh, and one more thing about the third team. Mm-hmm. If Kyler mess around and come back, I don't think he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that he got that, you know, that the contract on the table. But mm-hmm. if Oklahoma can do it again, if Lincoln Riley can do it again with another quarterback, and then they can, if, they, if, if Oklahoma can get at least, mm-hmm. at least a mid level defense, mm-hmm. at least, at least. Have a D line or some some linebackers or something. I don't know. Yeah. But hey. yeah, I was hearing talks about Kyler going to the NFL, which I'm gonna be honest, I think that's absurd. You got all that money sitting there, and you gonna let it walk? Ah, love the game, man. I mean, yeah, I get it though. I get it, but man, I don't think he should. But I man. don't think he should either. That's the I, only reason I mean, I'm like, hey, I don't know if I would really do that, to be completely honest with you. I, I mean, if he wants to give it a shot, you know, a couple of years and then return to baseball, I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, 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 I can kind of see that, too, as well. If he wants to at least give it a shot and see, yeah. um, you know, how everything's going to work out and stuff. But I'll be completely honest with you, man. If I was Kyler, <laughs> it wouldn't even be no question to me. All that money baseball got, you ain't going to have no CTE problems. Nothing like that. Um, I, I'm sorry. I wouldn't even be talking. I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, like you said, the love of the game could change a lot. Yeah, and 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 you know, I feel like he doesn't want to live with that. You know, regret well, as he gets yeah, older that he I never tried. Right. Yeah. So I mean, if he wanted to try football, and then you know, if it don't work out, he still got baseball. Mm-hmm. He can have a long career. So I, I won't be mad at that. I hear you, man. Yeah, that's I, I, and I agree with you in a way too. I think that if he can say, "Well, I, I live both," then you know I can completely yeah. understand that. If he and I mean with baseball, that's a good thing. He does have the opportunity to kind of, you know, be able to play football and then maybe go play baseball. But I'm gonna be honest; it wouldn't even be no question to me. I would be going straight to baseball. Man, how would that look? The modern like you don't really see it. I mean, you know. A lot nowadays, or really, only people ever do it was Dion and mm-hmm. Bo to play mm-hmm. football and basketball. I mean, uh, football and baseball. So I think that would be kind of cool if he did that. But I don't know if he'll do that though. Yeah. How the game is today, I don't know. Nah, I don't. I don't know about that. But. Yeah. Yeah. 
I kind of agree with y'all. I don't know if he would do that. Man, if you got anything else, man, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Nah, man, that is it for the year. That's it for the season. Now, we may tune back in if something, you know, crazy happened. Maybe maybe National Signing Day in February, we might tune back in. But, I mean, this is basically it um, for the season. I mean, we've enjoyed it. We've really enjoyed doing this, man. Um, we thank you guys for supporting us. It's been a tremendous year. Rail, great job, man. You did a tremendous job this year. It's been a pleasure working with you. Um, and, I mean, we're already excited about next season. And next year we're going to have a lot more planned. Um, and we're really excited about everything, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's been a great season. A lot a lot has happened. We've grown a lot since the first episode. Definitely. And we just got to get better. We're going to get better next next year. Exactly. We're every year. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, if you're really thinking about it, we've grown so much since that first episode. I remember that first episode having jitters. And it's kind of yeah, crazy man. to see how much now we're confidently doing. I mean, we used to sit out and actually, like, plan out everything we're going to yeah. say. And now it's like, man, we get on here and we, we already know what we're talking about. And I think that's just shown the chemistry that we've, you know, gained. And um, honestly, being able to work with you has been a pleasure, man. I really enjoyed it Thank this you. year. And I cannot same. wait to get back to work next year as well. Same. Definitely same. All right. If you don't want anything else to say, we are signing off for the season. We may see you guys. We'll probably see you guys a few times in the summer. And you will most definitely see you in the fall of 2019. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. And we are out. Signing off for the last time for the season. All right. We out.